Welcome to Repairing the World Tikkun Olam podcast. My name is Robin and I'll be your host. Today's episode includes a new affirmation that I created, a poem by one of Unity's founders, an interview with Senior Minister Valerie Mansfield, and a Unity prayer. I think today's episode will help you find greater inner peace, love, and joy. I hope you enjoy it. My mind is calm, my body is relaxed, my heart is open, and my soul is one with the universe. Today I have a very special guest with me. She's the head minister of Unity of Louisville. Valerie Mansfield. Welcome, Valerie. Hi. How are you today, Robin? I'm doing pretty good, hanging in there. What about you? I'm doing well. (laughs) That's great. Excellent. Well, I'm just, as you know, I've attended Unity of Louisville for many years, and I love it. Um, But I just want to talk a little bit about, you know, how Unity makes the world a better place in its own way, and that's a big, that's a really big question, I know, but um, first of all, we could just start out with, what are Unity's principles? So, in Unity, we have five, what we call five basic principles, and the first one is that um, God is the absolute omnipresence, and whatever name you give God, doesn't really matter, it's just that Um, overall presence of unchangeable energy in the universe, Mm -hmm. right? And then when it comes into us is in our human form, um, we think, right? So we think and our thoughts create and they create our world that we live in, really. And then unity is founded in that prayer presence so that inner spark that is alive within us that inner energy or Mm -hmm. divine energy um, that's always alive that 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 is our prayerful consciousness that's where we live from Mm -hmm. that inner space so how do these principles contribute toward making the world better or I know they help individuals, and that's really, really important, but is there a more sort of universal yeah. thing? So so our fifth principle is I live it. And so, um, you know, we manifest and we create our own spiritual individual life, but then we step out into the world and we live those principles. So we live from that state of that prayerful present, mm-hmm. that prayerful, peaceful presence, right? So we do a lot of work with nonviolent communications um, and with interactions and relationships and how we can actually create and manifest um, healthy boundaries and healthy lifestyles. And not only for ourselves, but for our family for our friends, and then also in the world around us. So how do we serve as that love, as that peace in our community? 
That is so true. I do try to do that, and I think this podcast is one example of me trying to do that. So uh, thank you so much for for talking about that, explaining that. So, um, how can listeners use the principles to make their own lives and the lives of others better? Like, how, like, for example, you might know about peace, but how do you show up as peace? Or, you know, how do you put that into practice? Well, the first thing is always awareness, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to be aware of where our thoughts are and what our mm -hmm. actions are. Um, and when we have a negative thought or we do something that might not be peaceful in a sense, then we have to become aware of it and mm -hmm. stop it. And so we have to get in a pattern of noticing our thoughts and noticing our actions and shifting them from that negative standpoint into a positive or peaceful standpoint. And, you know, for me, that prayerful consciousness, daily practice of some type of spiritual experience is what keeps me in a state of peacefulness. So mm -hmm. mindful uh, mantras or um, mindful practices, such as just taking a quiet walk, but being aware of what you're seeing, what you're hearing, or what you're feeling when you're walking. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mindfulness. And so just coming from that host state of awareness is the beginning of it all. Yeah, and I think, I mean, that is part of unity, but it's kind of like broader than that, like mindfulness and peace. I mean, it's, it's a... It's pretty universal. I think that's why the name unity, because it it's not exclus exclusive, it's inclusive. So, you know, it's not claiming, I don't think unity claims to be like the only group thinking this way or in some way. No, they never have. You know, unity yeah. has always been um, considered a new thought, spiritual center. Mm -hmm. And what that really means is that you know, we take those ancient practices that have been around for centuries and we develop them in our own personal lives and we share and mentor others in building those um, experiences, mm -hmm. right? right. So prayer and meditation is such a huge part of finding that peacefulness and centering in that heart space, right? Mm -hmm. That oneness of who we all are. So now what, what we believe is there are many paths, mm -hmm. um, and that spirit is called by many names, mm -hmm. but really it's all one. Right. There's that oneness, that divine nature that is alive in everything. And, and that's where we come from. So there is, there is not a big difference between us and any other spiritual process, except for in the practices and the really grounded in that prayerfulness yeah but that's the difference everything's grounded in prayer and unity i think unity when i go it feels liberating it feels uplifting but also just like breathing a sigh of relief like it's just liberating us but there's just something about unity it's just I don't know. I would recommend, I mean, I'm not trying to convert anyone. I would just recommend if anyone's curious about it, that they do um, 
try it out. Do, do you have, can I give out the address? Or? Yeah, sure. I'd love so to it's 757 South Brook Street uh, in, in Old Louisville. It's, um, what's the zip code? I mean, 40203. Oh, yeah, 40203. Yeah, it's yeah. in an old synagogue. Maybe you could tell a little bit about the building because that's a really interesting thing too. Yeah, so so it's a unity has been um, in the same location since 1957. They purchased mm -hmm. the old Jewish synagogue, mm -hmm. which is an amazing building. Um, it's a replica of an Islamic mosque built by the Freemasons for the Jewish community in 1910. So it, it's a very um, well-rounded spiritual community, and the energy um, there is very high, right? Mm -hmm. So one thing in unity that is a little different and what people feel is that higher consciousness. So a lot of times it, when people come into unity, they'll say, well, I feel like I've come home. Yeah. And that's because that we have in that practice of prayerfulness, we raise our own vibrational energy and consciousness to the highest level that we can in the moment. And that is something that is felt energetically when there's a group that's been doing it there for 67 years. So that residue of energy, that heart energy, and that higher consciousness is in the space all the time. Could you talk a little bit about Unity's relationship with Christianity? Our Unity um, is based in Christianity. Mm -hmm. The Bible is our main text. We read the Bible from a metaphysical standpoint, which basically means when we interpret it, you know, we'll read it as it is, but then we interpret it as to what it means to us today. So it was written, you know, by what, 66 different folks over, you know, a span of uh, over a thousand years. And so just to allow us to read it and say, okay, what does this got to do with me today? And how can I take this and use it for my own good, mm -hmm. right? And so it's that it, we use our inner guidance to create that path to help us raise ourselves up into that higher state of consciousness by interpreting it in the Bible for today's usage. Yeah. Um, not so much as what it meant back to the folks that were reading it when it was written, but what does it mean to me? Right. And how do I live through it? And I know Unity is very welcoming of people of any faith to come. And... Yeah. Um, we're, we're all spiritual beings. Mm -hmm. No, that's part of what we believe and that essence of who we are no matter what our religious background is. Um, and, and when Unity was first developed in Kansas, well, Lee Summit, Missouri, people were not asked to give up their home churches. Unity is, was a way of living your life and educating yourself about spirituality and raising your own vibrational consciousness. 
that's what it's still about today. So it's not about letting go that which you learned or have lived with your entire life. It's really about enhancing your own life and those around you. And sometimes people might feel like they outgrow their old thinking, right? And and so then they embrace that unity um, on Sunday mornings. But mm. it's really about how do I live my life as peace and joy and from that loving standpoint? So it's about a way of life. It's not really about a... Um, religious doctrine per se yes i am i feel like i'm still learning even though i've been attending so long it's like wow i'm still learning and i'm like wow i'm glad i feel like i am living life to the best of my ability that way Uh you know and i don't always give i'm not saying unity unity is asking for credit but (laughs) i'm just (laughs) um it's one way Right, you right. Know, it's not the only way. And and so that, you know, I want people to really understand that, you know, it is one way that resonates with some folks, but sometimes right. it, it might not resonate and that's okay. So like I could say something on Sunday morning and one mm-hmm. thing that, that I'll say is if it doesn't resonate with you in your heart, just set it aside and take what does resonate within you and use it for your own good. Yeah. Right. And yeah, because that that's kind of it's this process that we go through and it's that process of raising our own consciousness and ch- shifting our and transforming our lives. You know, um, our mission at Unity of Louisville is we transform ourselves and the world through love, healing and um, service. So healing is a big part of the unity movement and it's healing that inner child or it's healing our physical body, or it could be healing our emotional mind, right? Right, right. And, and so, and we do that healing through that prayerful consciousness shift. Yeah. Um, if, what's your favorite thing about being a unity minister? Um, I love to see when the light bulb goes off, right? Mm-hmm whether it's in a child or an adult, that they, they, they understand, they start really understand the unity principles and they're living it and they're shifting their life. Mm-hmm. And that awareness, they, 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 they're aware of it, right? Right. It's like they wake up, sort of. Yeah. 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 So they, they wake up and you, you <laughs> see that happen. It just, it just makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you could change one thing about unity, what would it be? You know, I I would like more people to know about unity and practice unity. So to have more more folks join us and yeah. change their lives. Yeah, and I think it, I mean I'm not trying to be critical at all. I love unity. For real. But it could be a little more diverse, too, I think. Yeah. I mean, it has it it has an ebb and flow. Yeah. That's that's one thing that unity has always been known for, because people will come in when they're hurt and they're looking Mm -hmm. for healing and then they'll flow out. But we do need um, some more diversity in the whole unity movement. We are heavily uh, women. (laughs) 
I mean, it, we appeal to women mm -hmm. over the age of 40, you know, those mm -hmm. empty nesters more than anybody else. And so mm -hmm. really looking at um, bringing in some diverse speakers and, and mm -hmm. we're doing better at the corporate level, um, training ministers and, and getting more diversity into mm -hmm. the movement. And that will help. Yes. Um, so... I'm trying to think if I have any other questions for you. Is there any, are there any events coming up or any volunteer opportunities um, or anything like that? There's always volunteer opportunities. Mm -hmm. So we are in the midst of um, transition, right? Mm -hmm. And we really don't know what all is going to be involved, but we have some opportunities if anybody has some technological um, skills mm -hmm. that they would like to share to get more information out in the public mm -hmm. about Unity and our services and uh, podcasts and things like that. So, but there's always opportunities to serve. You know, this past year, we've done things that we've never done before. We opened up as a sanctuary church during the protest, right? Mm -hmm. And then so that people had a safe place to come and mm -hmm. rest and get aid and get fed. Mm -hmm. And then we also opened up as an emergency shelter during the really cold weather mm -hmm. for almost two weeks for the houseless. And that was really amazing work. So we had social workers on staff, we had therapists, um, we had some of the local agencies and nonprofits that helped people get into homes. Mm -hmm. And and so working with other nonprofits has been a really big goal this last couple of years. And to really do some outreach work. So if you're interested in doing anything like that, we have, um, Leah Zellers, who's our outreach coordinator, okay. is always looking for somebody to coordinate with or to work with. Oh, so yeah, there's going to be a lot of opportunities. Um, well, it's been so great to have you on, on my show, and thank you very much for agreeing to do this. So. Thank you for asking me. <laughs> You're welcome. A prayer of zeal. As I turn within for prayer, I cannot always locate the joy and enthusiasm I know are part of my divine nature. Sometimes my light seems low, but I know the truth of me. My core essence is spirit. In prayer, I consciously turn up my inner light little by little. I notice the small things at first. I am breathing. I'm alive another day. I notice the beauty around me, colors, nature. I think of someone I love or remember something amusing. Life continually provides me with opportunities to engage if I but notice. Best of all, I am never outside the presence of God. I can draw from a limitless source of energy and joy.
With zeal rekindled, I go forth to shine God's light upon the world. Reverend Ellen Devonport, Unity Village, Missouri. My Love to Thee by Myrtle Fillmore. The hours I've spent with thee, dear Lord, are pearls of priceless worth to me. My soul, my being, merge in sweet accord, in love for thee, in love for thee. Each hour a pearl, each pearl a prayer, binding thy presence close to me. I only know that thou art there, and I am lost in thee. O glorious joys that thrill and bless, O vision sweet of love divine, my soul its rapturous bliss can ill express that thou art mine, O Lord, that thou art mine. Adapted from the Rosary. Thank you for listening to Repairing the World, Tikkun Olam podcast. To learn more about the Unity Movement or Unity of Louisville, please feel free to visit unity.org and unityoflouisville.org. Thank you and have a blessed day.